WKC Press Box, where you get the sports headlines that you care about. Plus, learn to make cold, hard cash with the Sportsbook 101 that teaches you every aspect of sports investing. 16 and 7, my current record, that's 69%. Nice. And in honor of 69%, we have to admit, Steve, we like a little tease, don't we, when it comes to 69%. No, we no like, not at all. We like a little tease. Who says they want a tease? As in a two-team six-point teaser. Oh. Green Bay becomes minus two and a half. Cincinnati becomes plus 12 and a half. Let's go! The lineup is ready. The players are set. And now, let's head to the KC Press Box with your hosts, Steve Serrano and Dave O. I've never met somebody that wants to be teased so much. I like those teases. But not deliver. But no, he did deliver again. 17 and 7, David, which only means one thing. Welcome to the KC Press Box, by the way. Only means one thing. What? We've got good news and bad news. Okay, give me the good news first. You want the good news? Yes. You were successful again for your lock of the week. Yes. Again, making people more money because you went to 17 and 7. Then what could the bad news be? Easy enough, you dropped 69. Oh, because I went it's up. no longer 69. <laughs> yes, you went up in what are so we? many ways what that are you got like? teased. You went up. 72 now uh, or You're at 71%. 71%. Let's round it down to 71%. So you did lose your 69. Uh, that wouldn't be your first time. Welcome to KC Press Box. A lot to talk about. The Chiefs lost. Um, we've got start or sit, especially when it comes to your fantasy football. We made a major blockbuster trade. In our season long, uh, in, yeah. in our season long fantasy game uh, that we'll get into a little bit later. Uh, sometimes, David, you always like to say, "Sell them when they're hot, uh-huh. buy them when they're low. Sell high, buy low." Yeah, so uh, that's definitely what we what occurred. But again, we can't get too excited because uh, at the time that this show is airing, which is October twenty eighth, um, our trade has not actually went through because for some reason our commissioner is an idiot. Are your commissioner sucks for fantasy football, and it has to be approved by every single. Uh, uh, team owner. Uh, plus, it has to be approved by uh, over seventy percent of Kansas City. That has to do a vote on social media. <laughs> you know, the most frustrating thing about like doing this show now is that people always think we're trying to screw them. And yeah, they, they like won't deal with us now. They're like, "Oh, you're going to screw us somehow." I'm like, "Well, no correlation to the sixty nine percent." Davo is not trying to screw you. No, he's trying to help you make money. That's right. So uh, we'll <laughs> d- we'll dive into the lock of the week too. We'll see if David can go eighteen and seven, uh, and jump that percentile up. KCPressBox.com. Welcome to the show. Don't forget to. Uh, so you don't ever miss a show. I was talking to a, a good friend out of New York just last week, uh, and he says, hey, I get that notification every time you drop a new one. I, I need to know what's going to happen for the weekend, so we appreciate that too. So check it out, KCPressBox.com. David, how was the week for you? Week was good. It was another rough. I, I've been struggling in the last few weeks in DFS, man. I don't know what it is this year. Last year, I had a streak where I won 9 out of 10 weeks on DraftKings and was absolutely killing it. I've lost four of the last five. I'm killing it on the locks of the week, so on, on as far as betting games, I'm killing it. But uh, as far as DFS goes, I've been my, my problem last week was I had Mahomes. You know, yeah, yeah. I paid up to get Patrick Mahomes, and he got me nine points, and I lost because of that. So thanks, Patrick. Can you believe it's already week <laughs> eight, by the way? I can't. Let's see, what are we? So that's almost half over the regular season. We're a third. I mean, we're over a third of the way over if you look at you know counting playoffs. It's just sad, isn't it? 
It is sad. It, well, it's also I, I, slow down. It's also because of where we're at right now. The Chiefs. I know, but still, slow it down. Do we have to? I'm almost getting to the point where you were with the Royals. Do we have to talk about the Chiefs? Yeah, I mean, there's obviously <laughs> the Chiefs lost. We got uh, a lot to talk about the Chiefs, and, and they lost. What was it? Twenty-seven to three. Yeah, you, which I had to say. Hold on, was that correct? Yep, that's right. I, I, di I didn't quite remember, didn't but they scored a touchdown. It is hard to believe, but yes, there's a lot of positive things I think that came out of that game. Too. You understand too that Tennessee has a complete slapdick defense, right? You understand they're horrible, right? I, I understand that, but there's okay. still a lot that came out of that, I think, in benefit to the Chiefs. Uh, before we dive into, obviously, our sportsbook uh, 101 a little bit later in the show to kind of keep you uh, educated when it comes to your sports investment, we'll also do our sports headlines and some marquee games this coming week. Uh, I got to talk about, too, before we start with our sports headlines, I went up to Maryville, Missouri, Northwest oh, yeah. Missouri State your University. Trip. How'd it go? Uh, my former Bearcats went up there to kick off their basketball season. Tip the, off. The, the basketball team up there, the men's basketball team, seem incredible yeah they really are i think it was two years ago they went undefeated you guys got a good coach uh, actually, i actually think they would have probably won the last three years but because of the covid year they yeah. had to stop they didn't actually get to finish out the year uh great coach had a chance to speak with coach he's excited about this coming year uh even talked to to uh coach meyer uh blue springs guy he's now the women's head coach austin meyer has been out there too he's got a very young squad so very exciting that you can see basketball just around the corner especially for college basketball so we we need to get up there they they welcomed us the casey press box to be up there to be in their press box Ooh. so if you if you're ready to make that trip i've never hop I in the go. car we'll go up there i'll show you around they shoot you really well i really will go up there with you for a game i've never been to, i've never been to maryville never so, and you got to come to a nebraska basketball game with me in lincoln too we'll do we'll do one of each i bet i bet that would be exciting it will be we're gonna make actually we might we might be ranked this year later is this gonna be are you gonna make a bet on the nebraska basketball team like you did on the kansas city royals to kick off the season no mm -mm. no not to win anything. I mean, they're no. They're in the Big Ten's too, too tough. They're not going to win the Big Ten. They're not going to win the championship. There's not much you can really bet on with them. You sure? Well, maybe team total I'm just, wins. Just, it brings me a flashback it. when you said the Kansas City Royals. We're one and three of winning the division. We're going to win the division. I said they had a one and three, and the odds were like, what was it? I forget, they 25 won, to one or something? Well, they won 25 games this year. You laugh, but right now, the oh, Royal Here it comes. Hang, hang here on. it comes. Did hang Bubba on. Sterling retire? He did. But real, What is that? Is that real? Yeah, he, he's 28, 29. But real quick. He, he never made it. You liked him. Yeah, he did. He, made it, he won a silver medal in the Olympics this summer, and he made it up to KC. But he retired. But how about this? How about you, you used to say, I don't want to talk about the Royals, right? You know, the Royals have a better winning percentage than the Chiefs do. Let's do it. Here we the go. KC Press Box headlines. All right. Speaking of the Kansas City Chiefs, last week uh, you you called it uh, that they would not cover the spread. It was five and a half against Tennessee. They did end up dropping the game twenty seven to three. Um, obviously, well, David, I'll let you kind of give your opinion uh, about the game. Um, some big surprises too. Field goals. We were just talking about that before the show. What was that? A seventy-five yard field goal attempt that we had. Fifty-seven. But um, I love how you exaggerate. What everything. What happened though? What happened here in this game? Well. Man, that's a great question. Where do we even start? There's so many things I want to say about this. Well, first of all, before, since you just mentioned that field goal, I'm going to start with that. I mean, Andy Reid, dude, you are the right guy for the job. Andy Reid, these people saying he needs to be fired or they've got growing him, give me a break. Andy Reid's the right guy, okay? I'm saying that right now. But with that said, Andy Reid needs to freaking evolve into 2021 and also look in the mirror and realize that his team's going to have to go for fourth downs almost every single time. I am so sick and tired. The week before that, we saw him punt at once on a fourth and two at midfield. Like, your defense is not for two things with this. Your offense you should be. You've got a half a billion dollar quarterback. Your offense should be able to pick up, you know, fourth downs when it's less than five, you know, 
over half of the time. When it's fourth and two, you're going to probably pick that up three out of four or four out of five times. So first of all, you got to believe in your offense. Second of all, your defense ain't getting it done. Quit punting the damn ball. Your punter sucks too. Go for it. Unless you're on your own 30 and it's fourth and seven, I get that. But if it's like fourth and one at your own 30, go for it. Because your defense probably ain't going to stop them anyways. And stop doing stupid crap like being horrible at calling timeouts and wasting a timeout when you're down by 24 points in that game. That field goal did them absolutely no good. They were down 24. I would have made it a 21-point game. 8 times 3 is 24. That's 3 touchdowns. 7 times 3 is 21. That's 3 touchdowns. So you wasted a timeout. It was a 57-yarder. I, I realize it was 4th and like 12. Just go for it. You're, you're, they've got Derrick Henry. They're going to run 6 minutes off the clock every time. They started taking off 38 seconds of play in the second half. Just stupid crap like that. Quit being so damn conservative and start going for it. Quit freaking punting it all the time. That's my first thing. Now, as far as the game itself goes, this Tennessee defense, I mean, the slapdick was invented for this team. Jack Rabbit Jenkins is their best player, Steve, in the secondary. The guy's name is Jack Rabbit. The Chiefs couldn't do anything against him. Uh, I mean, the Titans had injuries all over the field on defense from that previous week against Buffalo. The Chiefs offense was just brutal. Patrick Mahomes, first time ever you can say he was awful in his career. That was on him a lot of that game. Not only because the two horrible turnovers, but how about the happy feet in the pocket? He's creating, putting himself into bad situations. He's getting happy feet like he did back at Texas Tech, and some of that, yes, is that our offensive line had their worst game of the year, especially Orlando Brown at left tackle was getting beat quite a bit. You know, Kelsey was getting held when he's banged up. Hill, you know, looks a little banged up, so some of that didn't help either. So it's not all Patrick's fault, but Patrick was a big, big reason the Chiefs only scored three. It was pretty pretty bad, actually, in that game. So the, the offensive line's got to start meshing better. I think they will. It was interesting, though. You know, it's still five new guys playing together. It was interesting. This is the first time they look bad, though. You would have thought that would have been one of the first couple weeks and not against this defense, but hopefully that gets better. That's one reason for optimism that the offensive line will improve the more. And then on defense, my last thing here is the Chiefs somehow... I mean, if, if, Steve, if I would have told you before the game that Derrick Henry would have under 90 yards and no rushing touchdowns, wouldn't you have driven with Iowa, oh, driven Iowa with me and put that money in? If No touchdowns and 90 yards. You would have said the Chiefs were a lock, right? Sure. That's what they did. And he, I mean, some of that was they completely sold out with an eight and nine in the box. But I mean, the defense was good enough in this game. The secondary got torched by AJ Brown, but you know, and I don't know. They overcompensated to stop Penry. The bottom line is the offensive line and the offense sucked, and uh, that's the main thing. I mean, you, the Chiefs, if they score their normal offense, they played a bad defense. They could have won that game. They didn't though, so it was embarrassing. And now they now they got their work cut out for them. All right, so sitting over here talking to my, our executive producer as you went on that rant. We've determined now that we're going to do a new segment on the show, KC Press Box, now called Davos Rant. Ugh. We're going to give you 90 seconds because I just felt like you needed that. I didn't even, I didn't even, couldn't even stop you. You just wanted to rant. Well, it's just, he, I don't understand. Whatever you're top, no, 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 no. I don't even need a response. Why will he not go for it? Davos ever? Rant, the newest show, segment on KC Press Box. It's going to start next week. Let's I'm going to give it. you 90 seconds on the clock. You just need to let that out. I don't even care what it's about. All right, all right. You didn't even let me breathe. You didn't even breathe. Why does he not go for it? It's so dumb. Your like, rant's over. It's not, See, that's it. It's, it's over. not 1998 your, anymore. Your rant is over. All right. Your rant is over. All right. Speaking of that, um, can the Chiefs make the playoffs? Yes or no? Well, mathematically, they have a, what, a 43.7%, I think is what it is. Yes. So math, if you go purely by mathematics, no. Are they in danger? Absolutely. They can only lose three more games. In, the, in this season. I mean, they got three more losses and that's it. They still have to play at the Chargers. They still have to play at Cincinnati. We have Dallas and Green Bay at home and two with the Raiders. That's six losable games there, I would say. So they're going to have to win at least three of those six. I still think they're going to get the playoffs. And you can call me crazy, Steve. 
I still, I'm the only one probably, probably you don't even believe this anymore. I still would not count them out making a Super Bowl run. Even, right. even if they got to play a maximum of one game at home in the playoffs, because they're not going to win the division. So they're going to have to go on the road three times to do it. But I still would not feel comfortable betting against them in the playoffs. What about the offense? Obviously, defense did great. Um, I mean, in my opinion, you, you you hold Henry to under 100 yards. They did that you also. Win the they, game. they did that against the uh, what was the AFC yeah. uh, championship yeah. game. Uh, they did the same thing. They they have a way to, to stop Henry. Uh, 27 points, nine out of 10 times the Chiefs are going to win with that type of offense that they have. And but are you worried about the offense right now? I am. To be fair about the defense too, they probably the Titans probably would have scored more, but they ran clock and completely quit trying in the fourth quarter. But yes, your point's right on that. The offense I'm only worried about just because of. But if the Chiefs are up big to, yeah. to go against well, that yeah. they're gonna have to change their game plan too in the fourth quarter so if the chiefs are up at this point 42 to 27 True. they're obviously not going to be running the ball to henry and trying it so i mean the same thing could occur yeah it just happened to be going the other way for the chiefs yeah game flow game script yeah totally um the offense i'm just uh, the two things i mean brett veach went all in to fix the line and i think he did a nice job it's not the last couple games it's been very bad i mean honestly uh, okay average at best but but rough between that and mahomes making some bad choices and and kind of just getting those happy feet like he had in the Super Bowl. I get it in that game, though. He was running for his life. But And then I think it's, it's, it's something that you and I used to talk about. I used to talk about this. Remember back in the offseason, I kept saying I needed to sign another wide receiver? Yes. And they brought in Josh Gordon. He was supposed to – he's played eight snaps last week. So it's like so Brett Veach does deserve a little bit of uh, – I mean, everyone kind of knew they needed another receiver. We talked about it all the time on the show. And I, and I kind of thought, well, if, if he fixes – I'm sure his thought was, if he fixed the offensive line, it doesn't matter who Patrick's throwing to. He'll pick him apart. But it's just – it's not working that way. I mean, Hardman is a bust. I'm sorry. Uh, Demarcus Robinson should have been cut two years ago. I don't know if he has pictures of somebody or what's going on. Byron Pringle, I think, is good. Not really getting the chance, but he's also in his, in, in, you know, in their defense, he's dropped a couple of passes and fumbled. So they're just, I don't know, man. They, they need another weapon, and and I think Kelsey and Hill are banged up. I th when's their bye? Week 13, is that what it is? 14, I think. God, we need that bye so bad. So before we jump in, obviously the Chiefs are going to have Monday Night Football under the lights, this time against the Giants. Uh, we'll talk about that, that and that spread here in just a second. W what's your thought? Are we ever going to use Josh Gordon that you just brought up to? Man, if it doesn't happen this week, it's not happening. I mean, you go back to recent years. I'm, I'm going to name some names. I'm sure you remember all these guys. The, remember Andy Reid? Dwayne Bow? Well, no, no, I'm saying guys that they brought in that oh, were supposed okay. to be in the middle of the season that sure. were like Le'Veon Bell, right? LaShawn McCoy, Kelvin Benjamin. We've, I mean, Andy Reid's brought in all these guys, and you always think, well, they're, they're going to play and be a part of this offense, and then nothing ever happens with them. I, I'm starting to wonder if Josh Gordon's the exact same thing. It, if it doesn't happen this week when you're favored by 10 points, and when this is what he's been here for a month now, right? Yep. I mean, if it's not happening at this point, if he's playing eight snaps a game, there's something going on. So if, so we'll know this weekend. If he's not playing at least 20 to 25 snaps and getting, you know, three, four targets, then I think the Josh Gordon experiment, at least for this year, is don't even hold your breath on it. All right, let's talk now. The Chiefs uh, Monday Night Football, Arrowhead. It's going to be fun. Uh, the Chiefs right now a 10-point favorite. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. You feel good about that? Over-under, by the way, uh, is 52-and-a-half. I do feel good about points. that. 10 points. The, the Giants are completely beaten up on offense. At, at this point, we don't know. I mean, you know, some of these some of these guys are out for sure. Some aren't, but you've got Saquon Barkley, Evan Ingram, Darius Toney, uh, Darius Slayton. I mean, you go through all these guys. Some are going to play, some are not. Their, their skill position, they're pretty banged up. I mean, even Sterling Shepard's had a lot of injuries. So I don't know. Uh, Daniel Jones, surprisingly, has turned into a pretty good NFL quarterback, actually. So good for him. They, they took a lot of flack for taking him out of Duke, but he, you know, he, he's he's turned into a pretty good quarterback. So I like the Giants' offense okay. They've got some weapons, but their defense is not good. The Chiefs are playing at home. And the Chiefs, Steve, if you look at the Chiefs haven't beaten a good team this year, unless you consider Cleveland good, which I don't. I think Cleveland at best is average. 
Uh, we thought at the time they were good, but and that's because the injuries, a lot of it, Cleveland's so banged up. So they probably would be good, but if not for the injuries. But the Chiefs have not beaten a good team. But if you look at the two subpar teams they've played, also from the NFC East, like the Giants, you look at what they did to the football team and to the uh, Eagles, uh, they beat both pretty easily. So I would suspect it's they'll take care of business, especially at home on a Monday night. Chiefs cover the 10. It's not, I wouldn't put a whole bunch of money on it, but they will cover the 10. All right. Uh, in just a second, I want to talk about some marquee games, uh, especially there, there's some big games, especially New England's been on a, a little uh, yeah, streak lately. Streak. Uh, obviously, Tom Brady. Whew, surprised, for I think. Very surprised for Tampa. I really didn't think they were going to do this this well so far. Uh, but before we dive into that, I, I think I know what your answer is, but I still want to ask you because it's getting a lot of buzz right now, the Manning brothers on ESPN2. Um, what, what's your thought about this? I know my opinion. I think I know your opinion. You talk about the Monday Night Broadcast? The, the Monday yeah. Night Broadcast. Uh, they they kind of do that sidebar yeah. Manning Brothers where they're chit-chatting with people. Yeah. They've had LeBron James. They've yeah. had Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, and then they kind of just talk about the game. Your thought about this? Honestly, okay, okay. So it, it, normally I would watch that broadcast unless the Chiefs are playing. If, if I'm not at the stadium, I'm going to be watching the normal feed just because it's my team. If it was any other game, I'd watch the Mannings. I find them highly entertaining. I like it. I like that they... Uh, you know, tell stories, have guests on, and kind of break down a defense. But you know what, Steve Levy, real quick, thirty-second rant for ESPN. Just awful play-by-play guy. I don't understand why Monday Night Football. Can, last year they had Booger McFarland and these horrible guys. Why is it so difficult to find a network announcer that understands clock management, that understands game strategy, game scenarios, that can actually see when a guy limps off the field and not like four plays later say, "Oh, I don't understand." Like last week, Steve Levy and Julio Jones clearly got hurt last week. He was limping off the field. Then four plays later, makes no sense. I don't understand why he wouldn't be out there on the field. The Titans, we have to answer for that. Dude, he's hurt. Like, how dumb are you? The guy literally, it's just like, it's just, I, Steve Levy drives me crazy. <laughs> he's not good. He's horrible. All right. That's your call. All right, let's go into some marquee I need games. like a massage. Do we have it? Yeah, I told you, I your need rant. To, I need to this start is, smoking. This now turns into a 45-minute <laughs> rant instead of a 90-second rant. Dave was just hot. All right, let's talk some marquee games. Let's get right. him off this rant for just... Do we not have an intro song for this? No, thank we, God. We you'd, don't? You'd, you'd pick some stupid song and it has uh, nothing to do with anything. All right, so he's fired up today. All right, some games that we want to talk about. First things first, uh, this time the marquee game. We've got Green Bay um, tonight. Mm -hmm. I love Thursday night football. I really do. Green Bay plays um, right now. Arizona is a big favorite. Six and a half over under is 50. What's your thought on this one? Well, so, I mean, Green Bay is six and one. Arizona is seven and oh. So normally, if, if this spread was six and a half and the Packers were healthy and that didn't have COVID, I'd be jumping all over the Packers tonight. However, Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard out um, for the Packers. So half of their wide receiving core is out. They still have some decent, you know, secondary weapons. And Randall Cobb and Robert Tunyon came on big finally. They finally used him last week, the tight end. Um, so normally I would take Green Bay in this kind of a game. But this is a stay away game for me. I don't know. I don't like betting against Aaron Rodgers in general. I don't like betting on Kyler Murray when he's kind of banged up. And Arizona's due to lose. It's the NFL. They're 7-0. They're not this good. They have a good defense, but it's not this good. Um, Green Bay's defense hopefully will be getting healthier soon. So in this game tonight, I would just tell people don't touch it. If you have to bet it, just watch. Just watch it. If you have to bet it, take the over. I don't even love that. I wouldn't touch the game. Gun to my head, it's over in Cardinals, but I don't love it. All right, next game. Uh, Pittsburgh plays Cleveland on Sunday, 12 o'clock. Cleveland, a three-and-a-half favorite uh, over under 42-and-a-half. Very low on that. Yeah, it is very low. There's Actually, there's another one that's, I think it's Denver. And, uh, the Denver game is 39 this week, by the way. Which was random. Um, so anyway, no, this game, uh, Pittsburgh at Cleveland, 12 noon on Sunday. Um, 
Cleveland, who's in and who's out, right? It's it's the same thing. Green Bay times six, though. I mean, like the entire Cleveland. I mean, literally everyone's hurt. Like Chubb, Hunt, Landry, Beckham. It's like the entire damn team. Mayfield. So it, they are the most ravaged team injury wise in the NFL. I still like them though at home by three and a half against a dust. Big Ben, complete dust at this point. His grease sucks. Dearness Johnson looked phenomenal last week, and I, I don't know if you saw this. So, so he had twenty two carries for one hundred and forty six yards and a touchdown. We saw that. But see, did you realize the story about him and the AAF? So he was. You remember that league that was two years ago that was around for like six games? The AAF. No. Association a- of American Football is like the minor league but football. But that's not the one that The Rock bought, right? No, this was two years ago. It was, it was around for like, I don't no. know. And they folded. It was actually a cool concept. Johnny Football play on that one? Was that the face uh, yes, of Johnny I, Football? I, I think right? he did. Okay. So, the, so anyway, this kid, so this kid, where did he go? South Florida, I think. Dearness Johnson. I think it was South Florida. It was some smaller Division One school. So he had a horrible pro day, right? So he got to pro day and was like three-tenths of a second, you know, slower than normal. So he didn't get drafted. Nobody, they're like, they're like, look at his time. Screw him. So the dude, I don't know if you saw that, somebody released the DMs. So he ended up following every AAF team, which I respect him for, Dearness Johnson. And he wrote like this super well-written, thoughtful note to every team and DM'd them saying, hey, I'm Dearness Johnson. I played running back in college. I had a bad pro day. Um, I would really love to send you some video. I, I'm interested in playing for your team. Is there any way I could get an email to send you? I'd love a tryout. I'll do anything you need, You know, whatever money you want to pay me. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Somebody retweeted some of those tweets last week, or the DMs, I should say, from a few years ago when he did that and now look at him he went from an undrafted guy Fire. begging to get in minor league football and now he looks like he might have a future in the nfl so it's kind of a dearness johnson's kind of a cool story but in this game though yeah take, i'll take cleveland the three and a half all right let's talk about a late game this time 3 p.m uh on sunday we have two games that are marquee first new england uh three and four but i think a solid three and four yeah, right they are. now they are. a solid three and four the chargers are four and two uh do the patriots even have a chance in this game I mean, it would be big for the Chiefs. I don't think so. I, I think the Chargers are an excellent bet, minus five in this game. Just, I mean, Bill Belichick, what does he do on defense? Well, first of all, what does he do on offense? Well, normally he has a better quarterback. Normally he's got much better weapons. His offense sucks. I mean, they, they, they suck. Let's just be honest with it. Damian Harris is probably their best, and Jacoby Myers are their best weapons. Mac Jones is not good. Defensively, he's a mastermind, and, and you saw that against Tampa Bay that game a couple of weeks back. I mean, he slowed Brady down until the fourth quarter. I mean, he'll, he'll take away one player, right? So he's going to scheme out one person. Will it be Mike Williams? Will it be Keenan Allen? Will it be Austin Eckler? I don't know exactly. The point is the Chargers have too many weapons. Justin Herbert's too good. The Chargers are playing at home by five points. That's a solid bet. Give me the Chargers. All right, Chargers for this one. Next one, uh, let's talk the final one. No, let's do two more. Let's do two more. Uh, Tampa Bay, six and one. Very surprised about that record right now. Six and one. Uh, Four and two, New Orleans. Tampa Bay, five and a half. Favorites? Thoughts here? Yeah, New Orleans ain't winning this game. Um, It was fun seeing them completely destroy Tom Brady last year in one of those games in New Orleans. Well, kind of fun. I had money on on the New Orleans that game. But anyway, the Bucs are rolling right now, man. Their offense is incredible. Uh, The Bucs defensively are just absolutely a a gas can against passing. They just funnel you. They cannot stop the pass, right? The Bucs are not good against that, but they completely stop the run. So it'll be interesting in this game because Jameis Winston's turnover prone. First of all, he doesn't have very many good receivers. Michael Thomas is still out for a couple more weeks, which sucks for us because he's sitting on our IR and our fantasy team. We want him back out Mm -hmm. there, but Alvin Kamara, I mean, will not be able to run against them. They will stuff the run. Now Kamara, is basically a glorified hybrid receiver wingback type thing. So they'll dump it off to him as we saw the other night against Seattle when Seattle decided to not guard him for an entire
yard drive and he caught like seven balls for 80 yards and a touchdown. That's not going to happen in this game. They'll be able to slow him down. He'll have a decent week because he's Kamara and he'll get little dump offs for PPR. If you got him, start him, obviously. But the Bucks are going to cover the five and a half. The Bucks win this game. All right, let's do one more. Dallas this time. A bonus uh, game? Is the, this is a bonus game for you. I mean, who's keeping track, really? Dallas at Minnesota. The Cowboys five and one. Mm-hmm. Vikings three and three. Dallas favored by one. Only one here. I don't yeah. even know if that's even a point. Yeah. Uh, with 55 over under. So if I've ever seen a trap game, but hold on, it's to, this, to go right? on that part too. I I feel like because we have Dax, we he's do. questionable. Yeah, Dak is questionable. Yeah, he'll play though. He's supposed to play the calf. Okay, it's for his calf. He had a week off. He should be okay. But I mean, if if he doesn't, I mean, obviously the Vikings. But yeah, this doesn't this just seem like a trap game? Like a minus one. Like why is the spread only one in this game? Like Vegas does this sometimes to f with your mind. I swear, <laughs> it should be a layup with that line. But yeah, it screams trap. I you know what? I'm not going to touch this game. It's uh, it's too easy, right? It's too easy to just bet on Dallas. So if if I had to make a pick, I'd make a small bet on Dallas. Just to, just don't go big. I like him just because they have a balanced attack of Zeke and Pollard in the backfield, the two stud receivers and in the good tight end. Their offense is awesome and their defense has been a lot better than expected. Give Dallas credit. I mean, their coach is awful. Mike McCartney. I don't know how they're pulling this off. But. All right. Next up, uh, start or sit. This I do have some audio for. Oh, yeah. Still makes no sense. Yeah, making you some money. Whole lot of money. Fantasy football. All right. Start or sit if you want us uh, to help you out. With KC Press Box. We're here for you. Go to KCPressBox.com, KCPressBox.com for your opportunity uh, for us to uh, let you know. Should you start them? Should you sit them? All right, next. Are you ready for this? Yes. This one comes from Blue Springs. Derek. Derek from Blue Springs. Thank you, Derek. Kirk Cousin at quarterback against the Cowboys or Daniel Jones against the Chiefs. That's a pretty good one there. I. They both are in positive game scripts. They both should have to throw the ball. The Cowboys are going to score. The Chiefs are going to score. So it's two good options. Um, I, I'd probably lean Kirk Cousins. I think he's a little bit better. His weapons are more established. I mean, as far as who's going to play and who's not, he's got Jefferson and Thielen. We know they're going to be in there. We're not sure who the Giants are going to have. And and that's a Monday night game, so you can't pivot at that point. So give me Cousins, but they're both good options. You know, what a surprise. Our next submission. Is a submission? Is that the correct terminology? Yeah, yeah. Submission? At KCPressBox.com, make sure you subscribe, tell a friend about the show. Comes from Lee Summit, Emily. Oh, Emily's huh. back. Love Emily's Emily. back. Did you you guys ever go out? No, we never went out. I don't never? date. I don't date our show. Somehow, listeners. Emily chimes back in. This is all business here. Yeah, oh, we, don't, don't. we don't. We don't. We don't mix pleasure I, and fun. And I don't money. think Emily is just a, a coincidence. Oh. Subscribing to the show, Emily just <laughs> happens to be a huge KC Pressbox fan. I guess. Emily from Lee Summit. What's not to like? Mm. And she even wrote that too. Emily from Lee Summit. Mm. She did not put that. Uh, has a running back question. She's curious. Damian Harris against the Chargers or Dearness Johnson against the Steelers. Please tell Davo I said hi. And David, you forgot your glasses at my house. She did not say any of that stuff. Um, give, that's a tough one. I mean... Give me Dearness Johnson against the Steelers. I think that's the way. Damian Harris, how about that? A couple touchdowns and 140 yards last week. He's a beast against whoever they played last week. The Jets was the Jets. So, But, yeah, no, give me Dearness Johnson this one. They're both pretty good options, but Johnson. Emily, also, if you need his phone number, it's a 412 
Is that are you four one two? I think it's no, it's four oh two. Oh four oh two. Four oh one two is a rolled area code. Made that up. All right, next one comes from Killian from Kansas City, Missouri. Robert Woods against Houston or Braden Cooks against the Rams. Our last start or sit. If you want to submit one, caseypressbox.com. Is that really his name or is it Brandon Cooks? I'm just messing with you. Oh. Robert Woods against Houston. Brandon Cooks against the Rams. Same game. Give me Robert Woods against Houston. I mean, obviously, Woods is the better player. I'm a big fan of game script when it comes to fantasy. Who's going to have to throw the ball for those PPR points? Who's playing from behind? Who's got the lead and is going to milk the clock and not throw it in the fourth? That's probably the Rams, but I think he'll do enough to get there, and I don't know. But did you see Brandon Cooks' tweet, by the way? No. All, all pissed off that they traded uh, that they traded um, Mark Ingram. You want me to read it to you real yes, quick? Yes, please. Give me like five seconds. I'm looking it up right now. I read it this morning. Brandon Cooks is not happy. So Brandon Cooks is supposed to be like the leader of the Texans, and they want to keep him, even though that's the guy I want the Chiefs to get. But he, he tweets last night, five minutes after the Mark Ingram, and pardon my language warning here if you're by people. This is a language you know, warning. He says, quote, this is such bullshit, such a joke. <laughs> I love it. Your best player and receiver is tweeting about the team like that. So, but anyway, Brutal. yeah, give me Robert Woods. All right. Again, don't forget KCPressBox.com. KCPressBox.com if you want to submit a start or sit. Now it's time, based on your question, your crystal ball question. Mm. Uh, I have this too, don't I? Yes, you do. Another song that makes no crystal sense. Crystal ball question. Don't forget, just around the corner, Sportsbook 101, the lock of the week. Can David go? 17 and 7. 17 and 7. He's no longer at 69%. I apologize. We're going up, baby. It's time for the crystal ball question. This comes from James in St. Joseph. James, by the way, I was just in your town not long ago. Blew right by on my way to Maryville. Did you stop at the Taco John's there? No, I did not. What about the one on Maryville? No, I did not either. Taco but John's I, is so good. Maryville now has a Planet Sub. I was very impressed with the Planet Sub. Do they? It's a good-looking Planet Sub They have a there. Walmart up there, don't they? Okay. All right. So... <laughs> Uh, I appreciate your uh, your submission here, your crystal ball question, James. Was it James? Yeah, James from St. Joseph, Missouri. He asked, Steve and Davo, I want both of your predictions. Do the Chiefs win at least one playoff game this year? You first. He's not saying make it. He's saying win at least one. So he's, he's yeah. Are they going to win one? They'll probably get the wild card game. It could be here. It could be on the road. I'm not even sure if they'll get a home game. Okay, so here's my answer. James, they will win one game if they make it to the playoffs. That's kind of a correct. That's kind of a weak correct. prediction. Yes, they will win a game. Yes, if they make it to the playoffs, they will. Now you're, I'm trying to think the teams they'd be playing against. I mean, this is going to be they'd be playing against probably either who would it be? Cincinnati maybe in the wild card game. It'd be somebody like a Cincinnati or a Tennessee or one of those types of teams. Yeah, they'll beat them. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not totally giving up on the Super Bowl yet. You can call me crazy. This offensive line is going to improve. They're playing together longer. They're going to get healthy with that bye week at the end of the year. If they, get, if they get in the tournament, anything's possible. It's like March Madness. So, James, I appreciate the question. Thank you, James, for uh, letting me swing through St. Joseph, Missouri. Uh, did, did he let you? Yeah, he just let <laughs> he me cruise right through. He let me go through. So I appreciate that. By the way, speaking of the Chiefs, I mean, that facility out there, I've never seen it. But besides on, like, I-29, f- phenomenal 
practice facility yeah. out there. Yeah, it is. It's fun to every time I drive by, I see it. All right, don't forget uh, Sportsbook 101, uh, just seconds away from that. But don't forget, you got to stay around to see if Tavo can go 17 and uh, no, we, yeah. 17 7. Yeah. 17 and 7. Want to see if he can go 18 and 7 with our lock of the week. We're just seconds away. What are we going to learn today? Our Sportsbook 101. David is ready to teach us some info. Let's make you some money. It's the Sportsbook 101 with Tavo. So this week, I, I feel like I keep seeing fantasy football things that especially in our league like we've got some the league the, okay i'm in a couple leagues the league you and i gm together we've got some questionable people that aren't the greatest of players and that works out to our benefit and it works out to your benefit listening to the show we're going to teach you the ins and outs on the sportsbook 101 generally it's going to be about quote-unquote wagering and, and gambling on games but people are, are putting big money in their season-long teams right we're putting in the money in the pot so it still counts as making you money so there's four season-long fantasy football blunders i keep seeing that i sure as hell hope our listeners aren't doing okay i'm gonna go over four things here and they're kind of related but these these four things especially this time of the year number one why in the world do people have two kickers you can t- why do you why we do you waste two, we had two kickers for one week and i'm okay. gonna and, and there's an asterisk on all of this and i will say that there are there are uh what's that what's that when you say like the rules not all is there's what's that called i have no idea like there's uh, exceptions to the rule oh, okay yes, yes. so the reason we kept a kicker for for one week, like he just mentioned, was we have the number one kicker in fantasy football, Tyler Bass, of the Buffalo Bills. That is the guy that will get picked up. He was on a bye for one week. If you have somebody like that, if you have like him or Justin Tucker, or like, you know, there's maybe two others, three or four guys that, that you just hold on to no matter what. You're not cutting Justin Tucker. You're not cutting Bass. So, but if you have any of these other guys and they go on by, cut them. Like, why are you wasting a roster spot on a kicker? It's so valuable to have that running back or wide receiver or tight end or even quarterback. I mean, like, like it's like, it's not only because that, that, that could be the difference between you making the playoffs or not. I, I mean, sure. all, all fantasy leagues, the four through six spots are always like tied, right? It goes by total points or it goes by one win or loss. And like that, having that extra player can be the difference between you making the playoffs and not making it. So number one, why are you keeping a backup kicker? Don't do it. Number two, same thing goes for defense. I see so many teams, and this is just not in our league. This is various leagues. Why the hell are you keeping two defenses? You d- stream the defenses. There's only three or four defenses in the NFL that are every week starts. Otherwise, you're streaming. We gave you a lesson on that. Streaming, of course, means you go based on matchup. You pick the best one off the waiver wire. When, when it comes to defenses, you're looking at over under the game total. You want the low totals like that 39 game this weekend or the 43 game that you mentioned. You want a defense in one of those games, and you want a defense preferably at home going against the turnover-prone offense. You can pretty much always find an available defense on waivers. So d- I understand if, if you you really like one defense fine but don't have two on the roster you're not keeping two freaking defenses unless you've got one of those three or four rare defenses that are really good so no backup kickers no defense with small exceptions to the rule number three stop playing the same defense every week going back to number two i mean you don't have to play the same defense every week that's kind of the same thing but number four this is the one i really want to talk about is not making roster moves transactions because of draft capital what i mean by that is that you and i or whoever's you know we remember like for example that we might have drafted robbie anderson in the yep. fifth or sixth round at receiver or maybe we drafted you know whoever it may be like we drafted somebody that's turned into a disappointment right they they aren't having the season we thought like robert woods you know he, you would never cut him he's a bad example but there's certain guys like Clyde Edwards Hilaire was drafted in the fourth round or some of these guys my point being 
people get too married to where they drafted somebody. Like, like there's somebody in one of my leagues that won't trade me Joe Mixon because I took him in the second round, so I need your second round pick. That's not how this works. That's, we're, we're eight weeks into the season. Once we hit week seven or eight, stop being married and loyal to a guy because of where you picked him. If you need to cut Robbie Anderson because he sucks, <laughs> do it to make your team better. Don't Just because you picked him in the fifth or sixth round, all the time teams in professional sports have to cut guys or trade guys that didn't make it. You know, like you mentioned Bubba Starling. He didn't really get cut. He retired. But, I mean, he barely so made it. still. But there's lots of guys like that in different <clears throat> sports that barely make it or don't make it. And you may have invested a lot of money into them. But you have to move on. So my point is, don't not make moves just because, like, if you want to trade Joe Mixon to make your team better, don't you, you don't have to get a second-round pick back. So you know, you know, True. You, it's not about where somebody was drafted. That, that, and people become too married to their own players, and a lot of that's because of, oh, I picked him in the third round, so I can't trade him. I can't release him. Oh, I picked him in the seventh round. That's not how this crap works if you want to have the best fantasy football team. So in review, four things I hate seeing, keeping a backup kicker, keeping a backup defense, not making... Uh, or sorry, playing the same defense every single week and not making roster moves because of where you drafted somebody. Like, those are some things that I hate seeing people do, and I hope our, our listeners aren't doing those You're things. You're just fired up today. I'm just trying You're to... just fired I'm up. I'm trying to help the people, man. All right, this is the time right now, Kansas City, and the rest of Kansas City, and the rest of whoever's listening are we going to seventeen and seven? Com. Will... Mr. Davo, go 18 and 7. No, it's 17 and 7. I'm 16 and 7. No, you're right. It is yeah. 17 and 7. You don't even know anymore. I keep shortchanging myself. Keep, yeah. Right now, you're 17 and 7, which is uh, 71%. Before this, on my script, I was supposed to say you were 16 and 7, which made you you're 69%. Right. right. 17 and 7. So yeah. I just, I, I, for some reason, I needed to bring that up again that you were at one time Six. for one week, yeah. 69%. Nice, nice, nice. Just one time. Yeah. It only happened once. How come you haven't called me daddy this week, by the way? I had a couple of listeners ask me why you called me daddy so much last week. Did they like it? I think some of them did. Emily. Emily loved Emily that. loved that. No wonder. That's why Emily <laughs> submitted. Emily, we appreciate We're giving you a hard time. Emily, thank you so much for listening. KCPressBox.com. KCPressBox.com. It's time to find out if daddy's going to make you some money this week. Let's make you some money. Time for the lock of the week. We are looking to stay red hot. 17 wins, 7 losses in the lock of the week. And this week, Steve, we're looking for a little R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. Or at least that's what the Tennessee Titans are singing. The Titans heading to Indianapolis as a one and a half point dog. Hang on. Let me let me check my eyes here. Make sure my glasses are working. I might need more glasses. Wait a minute. Make sure here. Indianapolis is favored in this game. What the hell is Vegas smoking? What is wrong with Las Vegas? The five and two Titans fresh off of victories over the Bills and the Chiefs. Five and two. They're somehow an underdog against Carson Wentz and the three and four Colts? Are you kidding me? They keep getting spit on, man. But you're not even going to need the point and half in this game, man. The Titans are going to win this game outright. They're a lead pipe lock in the game. I want you to drive up I-35, cross into the state of Iowa if you're in the KC Metro, I-35 North, the quickest way. You get to Lamoni, Lamoni Iowa. You're going to get there. You're going to pick up some Amish jelly. Go get some Amish food there at that little uh, gas station right by the interstate there. Sit in the parking lot. DraftKings Sportsbook, pound the Titans on the money line. Tennessee wins outright. And there it is. There is your lock of the week. Uh, the, 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 it's just your favorite thing right there, isn't it? I get fired up. With you this. get fired up. The newest part of the show is starting next week. Davos' 90-second rant going to be added to the show script. You don't want to miss that. Will the Chiefs win Monday Night Football with a, uh, what is it, 10-point favor? Yeah, 10. 
We'll find out about that. Plus, we'll see if David's going to make you cold, hard cash and move to 18 and 7 and then permanently change his name to Daddy. <laughs> 18 and 7. That's a 73%, I think. Yeah. Very nice. Let's Very nice. There. Will he be permanently daddy for you? We'll find out. Or maybe that will just be Emily. Hey, if, if, I, lose, was, if I lose next week, am I back to 69 again? Oh, boy. You see, he <laughs> might just want to lose just for that it's reason. Like win-win either way. Subscribe. Tell a friend about the show. KCPressBox.com. Emily, thank you so much. Best of luck to Emily this weekend on her date. Uh, and daddy is out. I am Steve Serrano. <laughs> Have a great weekend, Kansas City. We'll talk to you later. Uh.